following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to the huge show.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this studio, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com will join us. We'll talk about training camp for the Lions, what the season will hold. I did see something on television that said the Lions have the same odds as the Rams to win Pro Football's championship. They didn't use Super Bowl, probably because of some rights or something. They said Pro Football Championship is some of the odds that were flashing on the screen. I think it was during uh, the All-Star Home Run Derby. So we'll talk to Risden about that. Eric Zane, who's one of the great Lions insiders in the world, grew up. On the east side of the state, his dad came through Ellis Island, said, I want to be a Lions fan. Came to America uh, wanting to be a Lions fan, uh, old school. So uh, we'll be in studio uh, previewing training camp. If you have a Lions NFL question, uh, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE on a 21,000. Rizzy, everywhere I go, People ask me, uh, and I, this has been going on since the end of the regular season, the win at Green Bay, uh, through free agency, through the draft, the offseason, everybody's asking, what do you think the Lions are going to do? I've never felt an offseason like this, and it's not the typical, hey, we're drinking the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. I, I think people know how – how close the Lions are, and is this real right now? Very much. That, that's the sentiment that I'm getting to. You know, everywhere I'm at. You know, I, last weekend I was in Cincinnati, and there was people down there wearing Lions gear, and they weren't even from Detroit. And you know, I introduced myself to them, and they're like, "Oh, we got this right." The, like there, there's a weird amount of like bubbly optimism, and it's almost. You know, we're almost to the point in the cycle now where people are starting to feel like, oh, maybe we're a little bit too overhyped, and and we're starting to get nervous that we're we're not quite there yet. But man, the it's palpable the energy, the po- the positivity surrounding the team, and the fact you know they finished last year so strong. 
the moves that they made this offseason didn't take away anything from what they were building. They only added to it. So it's it's easy to see why people are excited, and they, they definitely are. Eric Zane, uh, this guy has grown into a Lions fan, learned from his dad, uh, but then kind of drifted into rock music morning shows and <laughs> Similar to maybe what Motley Crue, Van Halen yeah, went true. through. I was a groupie for those bands. Yes. And then he reemerged in the sports genre yeah. uh, over the last five years. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think deep down, the one thing I notice, Eric, you're a, a true Lions fan at the core. Uh, yeah, you know, the other teams in, in the state, the allegiance has. I mean, I, I'm not nearly as energetic about those teams uh, with wins and losses. But when it comes to the Lions... It's been, uh, you know, they, they've made me the angriest. They've made me the happiest. So I am your classic Lions fan. I'm not, I, I don't bleed it the way the diehards who've been going when they've been terrible. I've been the one to jump off the bandwagon, which is, I think, a lot of people. But I've always followed and always paid attention to them. And I, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned because I've been following them for 42 years and not once have I been this excited? So much so that I'm like, is this all a ruse? Right, am, I, exactly. am I about to be that, that, that's in a submission by the reality of the fact that the curse of Bobby Lane is alive and well? Is that am I am I literally uh, 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 doing what I swore I would never do? There's a lot of that going around. It, it, it's it's true though. It's hard for us to believe because we've had those dreams shattered before. You know, you go back to when when Jim Caldwell had the team poised to do very well. When when Jim Schwartz was here and, and Matthew Stafford was rising up with Calvin Johnson and Dominic and Sue, like, yeah, this is a team to get excited about. And then then what happened? You know, right. cra- crap. Well you, know, you go back you go back to the Herman Moore, Barry Sanders, Lomas Brown, the Wayne Fonts era. A lot of excitement. I you know one one playoff win and we all got damaged by that. Yeah, and but I'm looking at, you know, like DraftKings. At the start, at the end of last year, they were plus one seventy to win the division. Right now, they're plus one thirty. The odds are improving from the folks at DraftKings that the Lions are going to win the division. That's why I said when I saw the list of the teams, and and you're looking at that the Lions were right there, like with they're, the Jets and the Rams uh, to win the Super in, Bowl. Uh, Not the, they, they didn't use the word Super Bowl. It was interesting. That's the first time I've ever seen any. NFC or the NFL uh, championship? Yeah, it said Pro Football's championship. Okay, so somebody but must have some rights must out not there. Must be right an now. officially officially licensed sponsor of the NFL. They're they're yeah, very or maybe the betting uh, the other betting sites can't use the word right, Super right, Bowl. Maybe yeah. well, the Ram, the Rams are supposed to be good. Well, it, I got Stafford. them. I got them picking number one overall next year. That's a, that's a bad football. Yeah, team but they're, right now. they're saying with Stafford back. But I don't care. I mean, he's very old and very hurt. Their uh, their defense is. Uh, I I dare you to name three defensive starters that aren't named Aaron Donald. I dare you. Anybody out there Bobby listening? Bobby Donald I and Chucky you. Donald is two cousins. The Donald trio. I heard about the Donald trio. I, I'm surprised that it, they all came back because it looked like right that McVay was off to uh, NFL broadcasting, right? Yeah. And you're thinking. Stafford, all the injuries. His wife was talking about the concussions, right? And I mean, her Instagram or whatever. I do not miss Kelly is. Stafford one bit. Oh my God! Well, yeah, when, she, when when a wife speaks more, and again, I'm not. This isn't sexist, but when a wife speaks more about uh, your career than the husband does, that's an issue. 
And it'd be the same thing if a husband, if it's a rock star woman and the husband's out there tweeting, you know, stop, you know, going after my wife, right? If uh, if he comes out and says anything, that's trouble, though. You know, he can't. He doesn't want to say anything to Mrs. Stafford. Well, it's tough to walk away from what, 30, 40, 45 million, whatever it is, Rizzy, right? Absolutely. That's that's. I wouldn't do that. I'd, I'd play through that. You know, I've broke, even if you've broken your back twice, which he's done, you know, there, there's a lot of reason for him to stay. They, That's they, why he's a Hall of Famer, Jeff. And I was just talking with Bill about that. He agreed with me. Stafford, Stafford is a Hall of did Famer. Did the ring make Stafford a Hall of Famer? It certainly helps. It absolutely helps him. Uh, it's going to be tough, though, because he's got you – know, he's going to be at that retirement age when Rodgers will be looking at it, when you're looking at – a lot of like Matt Ryan just retired. He's he's going to be up there. Philip Rivers is going to be in. Matt there Ryan's going to be Hall of Famer. You think he's got an MVP? Yeah, he's, I, he 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 has a weird amount of. So you're looking at like year thirty one thirty. Yeah, you're you know it's it's one of those things where he's not get, Stafford won't be at the top of that queue. He's going to have to get in after some guys. So if you were picking a quarterback right now this year, going in and we're talking about training camp, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire dot com draft wire. Uh, dot com. Follow him on Twitter, Facebook, R-I-S-D-O-N. If you were pick, uh, picking a quarterback mm-hmm. right now, golf or Stafford? I'm taking golf right yeah, now. He's healthier. Don't you dare. He's, I have he's, to. Young, he's younger. Don't you I dare. have to. I have to pay, pick him. Uh, you know, a year ago, I wouldn't have said that. Oh, God, no. But ga- uh, golf, <laughs> I almost called him Gaff. Golf, uh, the uh, I mean, the touchdown to interception uh, ratio was was unbelievable, and uh, he's got enough weapons that he doesn't have to be do a whole lot to be successful. You know, he's got a lot of great players that are around him and a strong offensive line, um, so that's made him, you know, a very valuable asset. That's so much more improved from that first year, and I love how. Most of the writers don't ever put him in anything higher than like a third tier quarterback. I like that. I like that they're underrating him right now. So, but for sure, I was all about Stafford over Goff initially because Goff was running for his life in year one. And Stafford wouldn't win the Super Bowl. Right. right. But now, long term, it's looking like Goff is going to have a fantastic year this year. Goff is such a good fit for what they're trying to do offensively. And they. It, it's not for everybody. Uh, he's not going to be a guy that's going to win you football games, and that's that's the thing that they haven't asked him to do yet. They haven't really been in those situations. It'll be interesting to see how they respond if it, you know they're losing thirty three to twenty eight with a minute and a half to go in Minnesota, and you got to drive down the field. You know, can Goff get that done? Because I think we all appreciate that Matthew Stafford was going to get that done. Yeah, like Stafford had his faults for sure, but it. If you needed a game-winning drive, there there literally was nobody better. He had the he had the most of any active quarterback. Yeah, he that's that's not something we've seen from Goff yet. And the Dan Campbell's sort of been asked about that, you know, here and there. One of the things is that if we're constantly in game-winning or game-losing situations, then I'm not doing my job as a coach. You know, we need to be more comfortable on that. And I thought that was a really really good way of protecting his quarterback from taking that sort of abuse. And when what Goff does do well, that he can pile it on. When, yes, when the can. team's rolling, Goff will look like, you know, the best quarterback in the league. But you haven't seen a lot of those, hey, it's 17-14, there's two minutes left in the game, can Goff drive down the field? You may see that this year. You look at his weapons 
that he has now on this roster, uh, gosh, I, I mean, Montgomery Gibbs, the, the new weapons, Laporta from a year ago. Marvin I'm, Jones Jr. Well, yeah, exactly. Just uh, a possession go-to guy. I Gibbs can fill in a little bit with the speed. Gibbs is, Gibbs is going to be fun, y'all. Right. Y'all are going to really like Jameer. From what we saw of him in, in minicamp and OTAs. He's so fast. He can go. <laughs> and, and he's going to lose in uh, J-Mo for those six games because of the gambling. He'll be a nice fill, and I think that's part of why they went after him there. Is he allowed to uh, go to training camp? Well, yes. yes. He can go to training camp, and then that's it. He can play in preseason. Uh, he As soon as the regular season roster is established, which is like a three or four days after the last preseason game, then he has to go away for six weeks. He can come back and practice the last 10 days before he's reinstated. So they don't just like, oh, you're back, um, but you got to wait. You know, you, 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 they're, they're going to give him a little bit of time to get reacclimated. I tell you what, if they if they uh, start the season strong, he's going to be just so itching to get back and be probably feeling very bad that he's missing out on what would be a wonderful start for them. You know, And that's why with J-Mo, the, the one thing, I have two pause buttons. It's looking at the roster and the depth chart and seeing Nate Sudfeld as a backup right now. It could change. Uh, two would be the loss of Jamison Williams for six games. How much does that impact the Lions' record and standing for this year? Yeah, and their their schedule, uh, the tough games are front-loaded. I mean, Kansas City, Seattle, the first two weeks, those, those are teams that think that they can win Super Bowls this year, and I'm not going to say that they can't. Like, you start 0-2, people are going to be – we're going to have the conversation in here. Would they be 0-2 if J-Mo was here? You know, or would they be better than that? You know, How much did he cost them by, by his selfish I – know, I, I know it's a weird situation, but he was, in fact, guilty of violating the, the, the league's – Was he aware as of it? stupid as they are. Was he aware of the rule? I would very much doubt that. <laughs> Don't know that for sure, um, but it doesn't sound like he was – Maybe never opened the email? Seriously. Yeah, or the agent never related to right. him. I mean, that, they they do have bad. You just can't be in that building, or on a team hotel. Team hotel. Uh, Basically, when you're on the clock, right? When you're on the clock out? with the team, and, and it sounds like it has not. Been, NFL tracks everybody on the app. Yeah, they do. It's, uh, it's not okay. been officially confirmed, but it sounds guys use their like, real names. Yeah, that's that's the dumb part. It sounds like he was staying in a hotel on a Lions road trip at a team hotel on the team's dime. And placed a wager on college football from that hotel. And that's what dinged him. Okay. He can't bet on any pro games. He can only bet on college football games. No, because the NFL said because. You can't bet, period. At all. Oh. No. And the NFL also said because of that college football game that he bet on, he thought Michigan State was going to cover the spread. They upped the suspension from three games <laughs> oh to six. Oh, my God. Look at that. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Just like that. Billy Mays in blue is here. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Look at Eric. He lives to cause trouble. Isn't Just Billy a, Mays the, the guy with like the, Billy duck, Mays the wonderful Will. duct tape thing? Yeah, it, yeah. that's the uh, the uh, pitch man. Yeah. That, Is that the guy that sits in that uh, tapes up a, Flex a boat? Seal. That's it. Yeah. Tapes up a boat. That's yeah. the guy. It says we're full of alligators in the pond. Yes. And, it's, so and that, the Flex Seal's going to work. That's Billy right? Mays and you're Billy Mays in blue. It's I perfect. It. I love Billy it. Mays and Billy Blue. Look, I'm going to sit here in an infested swamp full of crocodiles 
And this little piece of tape is going to keep the boat floating. Or no, one of it is they made a boat out of the they flex did, field with tape. a screen with a screen door as the base. Yes, yeah. with, with alligators in this. We got to try that. Can't believe we, we can bring back the old. Hey. Wasn't there a radio station around here that used to do some crazy rap uh, race? Oh yeah, and Maybe. then like hundreds died and they had to stop it. Or or the other show that used to do the producer stunts. Oh yes, oh, yeah. that's right. He got out of radio. I think he retired. Uh, Eric Zane is not retired. Eric Zane Show podcast. Also joining us uh, in studio talking Lions training camp, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, or you can follow the draft year around Lions year around on Facebook, Twitter, and Risden, R I S D O N. I could get his name out at that time. Talking Lions, you have a Lions NFL question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word Huge. To 21,000. Speaking of texting, text golf to 21,000. If you're 21 and up and you could get into the drawing, two drawings for Labatt Blue Michigan Golf Getaway. Uh, two remaining destinations, Agaming between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix in northern Michigan and Dumaglass between Boyne City and Charlevoix. Two night stay for you and three guests, 36 holes of golf. You have to be 21 and up. Simple to enter. And only one time we'll get you into both drawings. Text GOLF on a 21000. And you could be a winner. Next drawing, I think, is coming up here uh, end of the month or early August, and then one in early September. All right, so we're talking about golf. I mentioned my pause button is the loss of JMO for six games, but Nate Sudfeld as a backup. Is there any hope that they pick up a veteran or is Sudfeld learning the system and is he locked in at being their backup all season long? I don't think they're going to spend any more money on the quarterback position. Some of that is, that I think, Hendon Hooker maybe. I'm not going to say that he's going to be ready for the start of the regular season, but he's better than, he's closer than I think was expected. Uh, he might start the year on the PUP or the, I guess it would technically be the non-football injury list, even though he was hurt playing football because it happened in college, it's a non-football injury list, which would mean he would miss the first four weeks. And that's that's a very realistic start. And between then, you know, if Jared Goff gets hurt in the first four weeks and you got to – first off, that's that's kind of catastrophic. Like no no team is no team is built to lose their starter for, you know, 14, 15 weeks. That's just not the way things work. Can Nate Sudfeld fill in for three to six weeks? Maybe. I, I, I will say this. I feel better about him now that after seeing him in minicamp and seeing him interacting with the teammates, making the throws that Jared Goff has to make in the offense. I, I feel better about it. I'm not crazy about it. I'd much prefer Hendon Hooker. I'd probably prefer a lot of veterans that are off the street, but the Lions that they're just not they're just not gonna spend that kind of money on on a position for insurance like that. I think they they are happy enough with Sudfeld that that's that's where they're gonna roll. Yeah, and plus learning the system, you don't want to drag a guy in, you know, middle of training camp and then say, learn all this. Right. But but then you're one you're one hit away, Rizzy, from Sudfeld. And how do you how do you look at Nate Sudfeld? This is the right. tough thing I've uh, had to try and digest all offseason. Even with we, we talk about Gibbs and Montgomery, and we'll get more to the the depth at all the other positions. But how do you look at Sudfeld and say he's a guy that could Help you win games, not not have the same record as golf, but at least maybe find a way to help a loaded roster make the playoffs. I think his mistake avoidance would be his greatest 
selling attribute. And I, I think that's with Goff, too. I mean, like we just talked about, we don't even know if Goff has the ability to lead the team down the field when it's crunch time or something like that. When it comes to the Lions, their weapons are spread out from offensive linemen to skill positions, and yeah. that's that's what makes them they're de- uh, they're designed- such a strong yeah. They're designed to be a team that doesn't have one primary way to beat you, that they want to be multiple. Uh, And I know that sends shutters down the people's spine because Matt Patricia said that word all the freaking time, and it drove us crazy. But having the ability, like, there's going to be games where Amon Ross St. Brown catches 12 passes for 115 yards. There will also be games where he catches three, but Sam Laporte is going to catch eight that game. Kaylee Freeman's going to catch six that game for a couple of touchdowns maybe. That's... That's the way this – that's how the Lions are set up to operate and win this year. And if Sudfeld can come in and you know keep the trains running and keep them relatively close to the way that they are with Jared Goff, I, th- I think they're good with that. I, I Again, I would – especially before I saw him play and, and saw him interacting with – like the guys like him. I think that's something that, that gets underappreciated in the backup quarterback role. And I've, I saw this happen in Houston – where the backup quarterback did not like the starting quarterback, and a lot of players on the team didn't like the backup quarterback. Like names, who, uh, what? Uh, it, it, Come it, go, on. it goes back away to uh, before Deshaun was there. Okay, um, let's just say that Tom Savage wasn't the most popular guy. All right, but uh, there's there's none of that in Detroit. Like, and Goff is a guy that sort of needs the confidence and support of his teammates, and I think Nate Sudfeld is a very good sounding board for that. He's been around a bit. He, you know, he's played on a bunch of good teams, played in San Francisco, played in in, uh, in Philadelphia, and Goff trusts him, and he, he understands that he's not threatening him for his job, and I think Hendon Hooker is fitting into that pretty well, too. I think there was some unease when they first drafted Hooker that, oh, this is Goff's replacement. How's Goff going to handle this? I haven't seen and seen or heard any of that sort of tension. Uh, some of that's the fact that Hooker's just a really good dude, and he understands why he's there. But I think some of it is also that Goff, Goff feels the confidence and feels the, the love from the, the, from the owner yeah. on down. I love hookers. A lot of people do. could be a fatal flaw in some places. I mean, that whole family is it, just it, fantastic. In Detroit, that's certainly a great place to, to have uh, a hooker A, right a huge uh, philanthropy uh, money train there <laughs> uh, from the hooker family. Uh, but I think he's a year away. My point is about yes. this year. Okay, yeah, this my point year. about Sudfeld is not he's going to be the backup to Golf if Golf gets a new deal and he's around for five years. I'm looking at this and saying that you have a team built to be a playoff team. They may not be 14 and three as I'm predicting, or 13 and four, or 12 and five, or 11 and six. But you would think 10 and seven might be the number to get you in uh, the NFL postseason tournament. And I just can't buy in that you could do it with Nate Sudfeld. That's that's a valid fear. That's it. That, I, that's I, it I, about I, this I year. Would, I would love to talk you off that ledge, but I can't. Not not being honest with it. Like I, I remember, I, we talked about this last year too, and it just so happens that Goff was unbelievably healthy because they did such a great job protecting him. And I'm just hoping that that's and is that line Risden? That you know, again, no one's talked. Last year, everyone talked about the line during the offseason as you know, top five in the league. Uh, but right now with the toe, uh, the injuries, uh, the depth, you know. the Yeah, the depth at the offensive line is is probably my biggest worry about the entire team right now. If, if God forbid, Taylor Decker or Panay Sewell go down, Matt Nelson is not it as a third tackle. 
Uh, he just hasn't developed as they wanted. Inside, I mean, Graham Glasgow is back. It's it's nice that they're taking a chance on him, but if if you watched Graham Glasgow in Denver the last two years, he can't play. You you don't trust that. I, I know I know Michigan fans are out there. You know, oh, he's back! It's great! It's awesome! He was great when he was here. Well, he suffered a catastrophic injury um, at the hands of the Dallas Cowboys a couple of years ago. Last season, when they tried him at center in Denver, it was awful. I mean, it was it was really really bad. And I say that as a guy that, that sort of advocated for him to come back. You know, that makes a lot of sense. He, he, he same offensive line coaches here. I'm 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 more than a little worried about the offensive line depth. They they got the rookie Soros doll from what we've seen early on. There's there's something there to like, but he's a fifth round rookie coming out of William and Mary. That's that's a big jump to the NFL going against guys like Aaron Donald and Chris Jones and uh, that that's that's baptism by fire. The first week you get you get one of the best defensive lines in in football in Kansas City coming at you. Uh, that's let, let's hope those guys up front stay healthy because uh, that that really is the biggest worry that I have is that. Either somebody on the offensive line, their play falls off, or they get hurt, and the, the backup just isn't there. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, at uh, Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, on Twitter. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Also joining us in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan. You have a Lions or NFL question or comment at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain, text the word huge to 21,000. I want to talk about that offensive line as we get close to training camp in a few moments. Zane will have his inputs. I'll give you my huge opinions. Also, uh, like I said, 1-866-838-4843, by the way, forgot that, the Mercantile Bank listener line. If you want to join us live statewide on 19 radio stations, for the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. From Detroit to Petoskey. This show is huge. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here with a message from my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's the new managing shareholder for Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Doran Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together as one of America's top accounting and business firms. And speaking of business, if you're a business owner, decision maker... Bean Garter has retirement planning services in combination with Dorn Mayhew that can help take a lot of work off of your plate. Third-party administrator for 401k and 403b plans. They plan, document, design, and have maintenance of all plans. They can help you today. Go to BeanGarter.com for more information, annual employer reporting, Form 589-55 preparation and filing, and compliance testing. So let BeanGarter help you with your retirement planning services for your company. Stronger Together now with Dorn Mayhew. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse, now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, 
and Roots' legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at rootschris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Westside Beer Distributing. Now, they're proud to support the Folds of Honor Scholarship Program, benefiting the families of fallen and injured soldiers and our first responders. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for education to ensure our heroes' children can attend college. And Westside Beer Distributing has contributed over $100,000 since the program started and will be donating another $15,000 this summer to the Folds of Honor to help a local hero's child. Anheuser-Busch, which is the Folds of Honor's longest-standing partner, has donated over $21 million to the cause. Budweiser and Bud Light will continue to honor Folds of Honor this summer with special edition 16-ounce aluminum bottles. Look for them at a bar, restaurant, or retailer near you and support this great cause. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live on the huge show across Michigan statewide on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire joining us in studio along with Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. You can just search that, download it. Also, search the huge show wherever you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. We were talking about the O-line uh, at the end of the last segment. Yep. And you had your concerns, questions. Uh, the Ragnow injury, I've read a few off-season stories about his toe, how he didn't practice last year, right, most of the season? Yeah, would, would, would practice. he would do the walkthrough on what, uh, Friday. Um, he would not practice Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Monday is a day off. Tuesday is like oh, we're getting back together and getting in. Uh, the, but the, the practice reports every week, Wednesday, out, Thursday, out. Friday, um, limited participant, which basically means that he goes through the walkthrough when they're installing the offense for the week and the little tweaks, uh, and then he play on Sunday. And I expect that to continue. Uh, it's a we've never heard exact the exact nature of the injury, but it's it's clearly very painful for him. He said that surgery cannot help it; it won't fix it. He's just got to tough it up and play through it. If you know anything at all about Frank Ragnow, you know that he's perfectly capable of doing that, uh, and he's he's. He's well ready to go for it. They've they've fitted him with a different kind of shoe. There's like extra protection on it. There's extra padding in there and everything. They're they're doing everything they can to keep him in, but it's 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 concerning because we did see it towards the end of last season. He was not able to burst out. Like one of the things that he's great at is you need him in your in your power scheme to get out and take on the middle linebacker and knock him on his butt. And there were times where Frank just couldn't get out there. Like, he just doesn't have that sort of burst that, that, that is what makes him special. And there's, there's a little bit of worry that that's not going to happen, you know, that he's not, never, never going to get that back. But uh, he's, still, he's still pretty darn good, and he is, he is a massive, uh, massive asset for the team. Big-time no surgery. Leader. It's really strange when I read that story, I think it was at Lions Wire, that 
There's no surgery. That's yeah. fix it. That with all with the advancement of medicine and sports orthopedics, orthotics, all this, that there's nothing that can be done to fix whatever the injury is he has. Yeah, and it, that leads you to believe that it's both like. He's got bone problem and ligament or soft tissue problem mm. down there. And, I, again, I don't know exactly what the, the nature of it is, but it's it's not good. He does walk without a limp. Like, you don't notice when, you, when you're walking and talking with is him. Is it more just pushing off? Probably? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, it's sort of the explosive thing. Um, it's like, you know, um, I've got a bum knee. You'll never know it by, by watching me walk, but if you watch me try to jump, you're like, oh, ugh. Old man. Yeah. Old man Risden. Yes. <laughs> all right, so we have Reg now, obviously, at center all pro. You got Vitae at right guard, uh, Sewell at right tackle, Jonah Jackson, Decker. I mean, on paper, when healthy, as good as any that's, unit in the NFL. That's great. I saw that uh, Warren Sharp uh, ranked them second to the Eagles, and the Eagles have a very second good in the whole league or just NFC? Whole league. Wow, second best O line group. Yeah, and I believe it. The way, especially if Vitae comes back as good as he was playing right guard at the end of 2021, there's no reason they can't be top three. And how about then adding uh, Gibbs and Montgomery? Montgomery, I think, one of the best between the tackle running backs in the league. He always ran over the Lions yeah. in a Bears uniform with that line. Again, healthy, with golf staying healthy. We haven't even gotten to the receivers yet. I know Eric mentioned Marvin Jones Jr. You got Laporta, who's listed as a backup, the rookie tight end out of Iowa, who he's uh, going, can run. Yeah, he's, more, he's maybe maybe more of a George Kittle type. Than uh, T.J. Hawkinson, right? I would say, yeah, definitely. He's he's much more noticeably, fluidly athletic. To tie some adverbs there together, he's he's got a lot of that going on. You know, he. In fact, in the mini camp, he did take reps at outside wide receiver. And if you didn't know that he was a tight end, you'd be like, "Who's the tall white wide receiver out there?" Like that's he. He, he gives George that Kittle. There's a lot of that. He's. Doesn't doesn't have the the sexy hair or the the WWE tattoos, but did you see the video of him when he was uh, behind the boat? Yes, and then I think he was like on a wakeboard or something like that, and the girlfriend tackled him. She yes. jumped, she leapt off the boat. I watched that and I was like, "For the love of God, please be careful! Please yeah, be you, careful!" These, these are the sort of things that go into your contract. Is like, don't do that. Yeah, don't, I mean, no no skateboards, no skydiving, no skiing. No. That's an Iowa mating ritual. <laughs> Gotta watch out for those things. Is is Brock Wright still the number one? Is he the number one Brock in pencil? Wright? Yeah. Okay, so that would be uh, Wright, then then uh, then then Laporta La La and James Mitchell, the rookie from last year. Uh, they're they're going to sort that one out. That's one where it's you got to keep that one fluid because uh, number one could be number three, number three could be number one. Shane Zilstra still in there. He had a pretty darn impressive mini camp. Like yep. it, it, All right. they're going to lose somebody from that group that that can play. That's going to play somewhere else. When so. we traded Hawkinson, what did we get back again? Was it a draft pick? We got a draft pick back. And what it, do you know who we got with that pick? Who we actually picked oh, up with the see, pick? They, they they got a second round pick for that. So that would have been Jack Campbell. No, uh, it was. It would be. It got dealt again. Uh, That's right. It did it, do it, that. It got it traded hands. again, and it wound up being in the trade that I think netted them. Hooker? Maybe. I don't know. The the, the, the trail of the draft picks. Is, yeah, it was, it was wild. That was through. a wild draft. That was yeah. great, well, though. Look at the depth we're talking about. As, the one thing, as I've gone through the depth chart, uh, every time they pick up somebody through free agency, through the draft, 
and you're looking at it, and you're I've never seen this type of depth. It's so much we, better we, now. We than talked about been. the defense, and yeah. I know we we touched on the wide receivers, but just the depth that the Lions have right now. It's it's so much more improved from where this team was even going into last year. But you think back two years ago, and we're like, oh, who who are these guys? You know, like they're, they're the guys that they were cutting back in 2021, the first year of Dan Campbell. These are guys that are barely making USFL XFL rosters, and now they're going to be they're going to be getting rid of dudes this year that are going to play in other cities. Well, how quickly they made those defensive back acquisitions at the start of free agency, which I think you had talked about, Bill, about the Lions had become a destination team for a lot of free agents, and I 100%. think that's starting that to become. I don't think they're there yet, but starting to become. Which I think they have another. Great year, like we're all hoping 11 and 5, 12 and 4, whatever it is, and they Bring go to the playoffs. You're going to have free agents wanting to come play. It's how it works. They want to play for winners. They right. do. And you you can still also, though, sell it to the guys. Like th- this is something that I saw. Um, as you know, I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Back when they had not won it yet, and LeBron could sell to people, hey, you can be part of the group that wins here for the first time, and you will be legends for it. And that. By large, selling point. By and large, that's true. And you're, Detroit has never gotten those guys, and they're starting to get that guy as well. Yeah. Cam Sutton's a guy like that. He 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 has he feels the appeal of being the first one to win things. That's something that he he talked about in a in a press conference uh, where uh, there you know he come he comes from Pittsburgh. You win in Pittsburgh, like, oh, great, you're winning again. Like, you win in Detroit, like, holy crap, you've never won here before. There's an allure to that. It's not going to be, it's not going to appeal to everybody, but it appeals to certain guys. Cam Sutton's being one of them. And they're going to get more of those guys, but also get the guys who are like, oh, that's a team I can win with now. And if, if I'm, you know, in, in end of career ring whore mode, and you, you, you know, the guys ring do what? that. Ring whore. That, uh, it's the, for the makers of uh, Ring Bell. Yes. They do the videos. Oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I never heard of that. Check check their OnlyFans. Yes, exactly. It's it's really up and coming. If you're into uh, the market, invest today. You know, you you know the guys that jump around from team to team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are trying to trying to win a ring. You. Okay, that's what career. that is. That's what yeah. that is. Kevin Durant's a great example of that. Nothing's better on radio than explaining football <laughs> lingo to Zane. All right, I do want to get to welcome CJ back to sports, Cam, my friend Cam Sutton and uh, the defense. We'll touch on that and. One final thought on this before we get to the next uh, segment, that that backup offensive line looks frightening and Sudfeld looks frightening. You know, you could be six injuries away from just not having an offense that could win a game. Yeah. But I'm not going to be the natural yeah. guy. Well, you I'm know, trying to be positive. Look, we have great potential for either great things or ruining of Labor Day, Halloween, mm. Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Yeah, but it starts with the Chiefs in Kansas City on right. September 7th. Yes. So, we're, so and that's going to feel like a playoff game walking up to it. Once, once training camp hits, you get preseason for what it's worth. They're going to lose. I'm just telling you right now. Okay. They're well, going to lose so, that game. So I'm complaining about the back no, of the line and Sudfeld. You're saying they're going to lose. They are going to lose. Yeah, but hey, enjoy the hype here on the I'm huge telling show. You, they're, they're not going to lose a lot of games, but they're going to lose that no, game. No, they aren't. No, they aren't. I, I am 14 and 3. Well, yeah, that's going to be one of the three. All right, we'll talk about our our projections. Uh, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and also Draft Wire, Eric Zane from the highly acclaimed Eric Zane Show podcast. 
uh, he can start an argument uh, at a church <laughs> during the sermon. He, he thank you he has, so much. He has one of, you, you make me so happy when you compliment me. Yeah, I know. Where compliments are just flowing right I now love in these studio. You want to join in, Lions or NFL question? Uh, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network for my friends on the DraftKings Casino app. So right now, they've got a great deal going for new customers who sign up using promo code HUGE. If you do that and deposit at least $5, you can get a match on that first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Pretty simple. All you got to do is sign up using promo code HUGE, and you can play the classic games like slots, roulette, and blackjack, and exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. And one of the best parts of this app is it's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE, and you'll get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to The Huge Show and X's and Bros, or just text GOLF to 21000 to enter. That's GOLF to 21000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company LTD. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soarin' Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here with a reminder that on Thursday, July 20th, 3 until 6 p.m., I'll be broadcasting live on the patio at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. And on that Thursday, July 20th, all day long, you can stop out and buy five golf swings for five bucks with all the money going to the Folds of Honor mission. And if you beat my long drive, I could golf with you at North Kent and also pick up the tab for lunch. That's Thursday, July 20th at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, the only show willing to tell it like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, Eric Zane show in studio producing, co-hosting Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and Draft Wire. Look for them on Facebook and on Twitter. Also follow Jeff if you have comments on the Lions in the NFL at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N. If you want to join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 866 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. And if you miss any of our conversations, any huge opinions, full hours, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. We are back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire that you can follow on Twitter and Facebook. One of our Lions NFL insiders in studio. We're talking about Lions training camp and what lies ahead. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast, also producing Riding Shotgun. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line one 866 838-4843. That's one 838 huge At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Take a look at the Lions defense coming up in this segment. Their depth. We'll have our projections later on the win-loss game on the record. I said 14-3, and three and I have them winning... Winning the opener against Kansas City. Uh, just think about this. Come on. That game is going to mean more. Nothing against Mahomes or Kelsey or the Chiefs, and they're going to raise their banner. But I, I'm looking at what the Lions did at Green Bay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm thinking about the offseason. And I just look at the fact when healthy, this is based on, you know, golf there the entire year. When healthy, Jeff and Eric, look, look how much better they are than when than when that Green Bay game ended. Final regular season matchup, Sunday Night Football America. Look at all the additions to this roster. It's hard not to get excited about it. They finished it. eight and two with that roster. They did. Now you add this. That's why I, I know 14 and three may be too strong for some of you, but I I just look at this team and what they're doing and the coaches. Another year settled in. Uh, you're you're not running out a new offensive coordinator. You're not trying to change how you do things. I'm glad you brought that up. That that coaching stability is is a very big selling point. You know, you've, you're bringing back the same guys into the same system, and you're adding better talent. And it really shows in, at the defensive backfield. You your defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn is a guy who is a Pro Bowl NFL cornerback. And he's he wants his defense to emphasize the position that he played. That's only natural. Last year he couldn't do that. Now he's got Cam Sutton as his number one. He's got Jerry Jacobs back as his healthy outside number two. Emmanuel Mosley was the best cornerback in San Francisco. He's probably not going to be ready to start the year, but he's in there. They brought in one of the best slot guys in the league who can also play safety. And C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They drafted Brian Branch, who's a perfect understudy for him, guy that played all those roles. He played everywhere in Alabama's defensive backfield. Like, they have upgraded the secondary so much. And, look, this is a defense, again, they skimp at defensive line and they skimp a little bit at linebacker because their defensive coordinator wants to have a great secondary. That's that's what he knows. That's what he played. It's what Bill Parcells was all about. And that, that Aaron Glenn played for Bill Parcells. Dan Campbell played for Bill Parcells. Guess what they're trying to do? It's it's not surprising that they emphasized building up the secondary. I know there's people that are concerned about the defensive line. They they could only fix one. They chose the one that goes to the heart of their coordinator and what he does. I that it makes sense. It is that defensive line though, and Eric will get you in right after he answers this question from me. Is their defensive line, as in terms of depth, as bad as most think? I don't think so, no. I, neither do I. I, I and, uh, and some of that is the fact that I've seen Christian Covington play. He's currently your starting nose tackle. I saw him play in Houston. I saw him play a little bit in San Diego. San Diego. Los Angeles. San Diego doesn't have a team anymore. <laughs> Still bitter about that. But he can play. Um, he's, not, he's not a difference maker, but he's he's – Functional. They got brought Isaiah Bugs back. I'm telling y'all, if you're looking for a breakout candidate, Aleem McNeil is the guy to watch for the Lions this year. He looks fantastic. This is a guy who, at 320 pounds, was his high school baseball center fielder and didn't lack for athleticism at that. He can move. He looks. He's lost about five to ten pounds, but he he's morphed the body. You know how they showed the before and extra after pictures where you got the guy without the shirt on. Yeah, I, Billy does that all. He sends me pictures of the before. I post and after. him along the hallways yeah. here at our flight. He's a walking. That's what that was. He's a walking thirst trap. Yeah, ninety six won the game. They always want me to post before and I know after, it. and I don't blame yeah. him. I want to see him with the shirt off right now. Before I worked with Eric Zane, after I worked with him, uh, that's that's one of the my favorite photos. Oh, yeah, just around the corner. Sure. That's, anyway, it's beautiful. That that's that's something that I think you're going to have to watch this year. The, 
when he the New York Giants game last year was a great microcosm of it. He had 11 QB pressures, and I believe it was two and a half sacks in that game. It was the most pressures in a game by somebody over 320 pounds in NFL history. They're asking him to do that full time this year. Last year, he kind of morphed between being nose tackle, being that, being being playing a little bit more outside. He's their upfield attack tackle this year, and he's changed his body to, to better fit that. And it, it it's going to be fun. Do they have depth? I, I don't know, man. Like Broderick Martin, I like the guy a lot. We've interviewed him on the Detroit Lions podcast. He's a great dude. He's easy to root for. He's he's huge. He's got eighty seven inch wingspan like I, I can't fathom that I'm a, I'm a tall guy and I, I don't come close to that he's he's got he's got a ways to go from playing at at first at northern Alabama and then at uh at western Kentucky to make it in the NFL but if he's your fourth lineman I think you're doing okay like I they're not a they're not a defense that requires their defensive line to make plays they require their edges you know Aiden Hutchinson James Houston the Okwara brothers, Charles Harris, who's going to have come back and, and I think is going to have a big year. Uh, th- those are the guys that you're looking at to make the plays. The, Pascal is another guy that I thought Pascal, played well Pascal, last I'm, year. I'm glad you brought him up because he is a guy that they are very high on internally. Josh Pascal did not – we didn't see him much last year. Uh, and this is a guy – he ended his, his college career injured, got hurt early in training camp last year. So he, he was just sort of going on the fl- – hadn't really played a lot of football. And at the end of the season, he played pretty well. He's looked good this offseason. He's another guy who's he's just got he's got the intangibles about him. Um, and if you go back to the draft time, that his his college coach at Kentucky said he will one day be the governor of Kentucky. Like that's that's the kind of guy that he <laughs> is. Um, he, he he like like Cam Sutton was his high school class valedictorian. They get those smart, solid citizen guys that 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 also happen to live and breathe and die for football. And that's, that's, a, that's a very good combination to have. If in one year from this day, the Lions have won an incredible amount of football games and actually won the Super Bowl, what in the world are we – how can oh, – can you imagine? No, it, it, because the, we have for so many years felt that desperate feeling. What would it be like to have the – we just won the Super Bowl feeling. I mean, it would for a lot of people. It would be like I can die now. I've said it for what nearly twenty-two years doing the huge show across Michigan. That if that happened, it's the biggest thing ever in sports. Without a doubt, it, it's yeah. like, for sure, it was, Michigan. Uh, well, I'm saying in Michigan. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking that the, the parade down Woodward. The crowd be, might extend for miles. They'd have to do parades all across the state. That well, would be, that's right here in Grand Rapids. They do a parade in Lansing. Do a, a parade in Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo. Yes, yeah. Just Cadillac, hire Kiss along with the Lions. Remember when Kiss Houghton, came to Cadillac? Uh, oh, Houghton Hancock. Oh yes, do it. Head up north, way up to those uh, to the north. Uh, Bay to City, the, uh, Midland, UP. Saginaw. Flint area. It'd be a whole year of parades. They wouldn't even play football. You only need to have like one Lions player and one Lions assistant coach go to these things, no. and you'll get you'll get. There'll be there'll be five hundred thousand people. Could you imagine what the tickets it. will cost on yeah. the secondary markets? Unbelievable to watch the Lions in a Super Bowl. Oh my! Oh man! I, the only thing I can relate it to is um, when the Cleveland Cavaliers won, and it was the first title that anything in Cleveland had won since the Browns beat the Lions back in nineteen fifty seven. Uh, That's incredible. I That's was really incredible. I was part of the 1.2 million people that were in downtown Cleveland for that. But right. the Cavs are a very distant third 
in the Cleveland sports pantheon behind the Browns and the Guardians. Um, and I would dare say they're behind high school football as well. Like you get Detroit with the Lions right. and the, the the appeal that you know, everybody loves the Lions. It's football. Well, it's the number one. I, I don't know how many people it'd be live like in the, Metro Cubs Detroit when anymore. the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah, yeah, but, it would be similar but, to that. But you know that since they've won it, you know how now there's there's not nearly that lovable loser mystique. No, and the and, Cubs and that, ownership doesn't spend yeah. money. They and that'll vanish. Series. That will vanish. It, so. it happened with the Boston Red Sox, too. Now everybody's rooting against them again. Right. Now, After I think the Lions are set bit. up, and I'm glad you brought that up, Eric, because I I look at Sheila Hamp dropping the Ford name I thought was one of the biggest messages to the Lions fan base when she dropped the name, the family name. And I look at what Holmes and Campbell have built. They don't look like a one-year wonder. No, they not don't. at all. Not they at they all. are not built right now, Eric. I, I think they're built. They don't have Mahomes. They can't compare them to Kansas City. Can't Obviously, the Brady comparison. But, you know, you can look what Philly's doing. You can look what Philly's doing. And I know golf isn't Jalen Hurts. But you can look at what Philly has done and what they're doing in their quick flip. And it's, and it's sustainable because most have them as, you know, top two team in the NFL going into this year, and they just went to the Super Bowl, that the Lions, you get a window with the salary cap. That's going to be, right. what, three to five years, right? Is that right. it? Absolutely. And I think they they can go to multiple Super Bowls. I'm not, I'm not calling for a Super Bowl win because I still think the AFC is just flat-out loaded. I think in the NFC, the Lions, if you went Philly won San Francisco with a healthy Brock Purdy, okay, I'm not going to go on the Sam Darnold train no matter how good that team is, who are the Lions? The they're right there. Dallas is really good. Third, they, they, they had a very defense, good offseason. Right? Yeah, Dallas. Dallas is going to be a problem. Lions are top five in the NFC. Seattle's right there. Um, that's why that week two game against the, the Seahawks is going to be very important oh my, for the if Lions. If the Lions win the first two games, if they beat Kansas oh City, the fans listening right now are going to think after winning at Lambeau and winning at Arrowhead, the Lions can beat anybody, any place. That will be the equivalent of when the Tigers went 35-5 and five to open up a season. It'll I have that type that. of fervor. Went, could you imagine if they went 6-0 and oh without Jay Oh, Moore? my goodness. Uh, what's also interesting is uh, after week seven... Where, where can I place a bet on that? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> after uh, week seven of the NFL season last year, we were talking about Dan Campbell being fired. We were. That's true. That... You go back to the New England and Miami games last year where Jared Goff stunk. The defense couldn't do much of anything. It, we was, like, it was bad. It's happening again. Was, we got another loser. Remember, <laughs> Sheila had to come out and issue a statement like, yeah. I don't care that we're 1-6. and six. I care that we've got the right people in place and we, we trust them. We believe in the process and the results are going to follow. And you know what? They finally did. Yeah. It was painful, though. Around, around Halloween last year, like it was, yeah. I remember coming in here, Bill. We, we talked. We about all it. Like, talked about like, it. Eric, Eric we, came we, on the show. He, we loved Dan Campbell, and we were supportive. But you got to win a game right. here. No, and there. I mean, I was on the Eric Zane Show podcast, which everybody can find wherever they download podcasts. Also, just search the Huge Show. And he said, "Bill, is it time for Campbell to go?" And I said, "You know, if he doesn't turn it around." Uh, I, I don't know how you can bring the guy right. back with another offseason. Yeah. And the one knock, though, guys, about how beautiful things have been on this uh, rebuild is that the slow starts both years. That's got to change. Okay. Great finishes when there was pressure to win, 
but the slow starts. Yeah, you're 0 10 and 1, and then you're 1 and 6 the next year. That can't persist. So you're 1 16 and 1. Bad? Yeah. It was that bad? Yes. 0 10 and 1 that the first year? year? Oh. That, oh, that, that's when they fired Lynn and he took over on uh, being the coordinator, right? Yeah. yeah. See, so <laughs> the start this year is so important. Even minus J Mo in those first six games, they got to be at least four and two, right? Would you agree? I hope so. You can't be two and four because then. Can't be three and three is kind of like five. You were nine and eight last year. Are, are we making progress? I know the schedule is front loaded. Yeah. And that, 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 that will be, and I'm looking ahead to how I have to write things for the Lions, where I have to frame these things a little bit. Like, yeah, the schedule's really, really tough early. Like, three and three is probably a good start, but then you need to catapult that into being eight and four or something like that. I, I will say that if there is a, there's always a silver lining, if they start out 0 and 6, oh. the eruption of Mount St. Simonson. Must be observed. You, you look. You're bet. You you've got more of a reach than I do. The the fact the audience. It's a it's must listen. What radio. Number, what number did you put on wins? Uh, I had them at ten or eleven wins. Ten or eleven. That's offense. Ten or eleven. What one? Uh, eleven. I'll okay. go with eleven wins. All right, well, that's not that far off. Well, I'm I know, 14 but if, I, I'm just saying you're so awesomely emotional. And they have a, I want I want to hear you blow your stack. If they have another bad start, you, you have a pattern. There's something about off-season preparation. Yeah. Uh, there's right. something about uh, what you're doing uh, to lead up to a year. Something isn't connecting, right? Absolutely. They can't exactly. have a slow start again. No. These guys are making millions. Can't do it. Now you're starting to get me fired up. On Let's what do it. There's a slow start. So at Kansas City, Seattle at home, Atlanta at home, at Green Bay, two national TV games in the first four. Did you say Seattle was on the road or at home? That's home. at home. It's a home okay. opener on uh, September 17th. So yeah. uh, it's, what, 10 days after they play at Kansas City in the NFL opener. They're, they're not, that, that's my birthday. You, they're not going to lose on my you birthday. Carolina at home and you're at Tampa up. Bay. Who's quarterback in Tampa? Is it Baker? For now. Yeah. That's until I mean. somebody beats him. Wow. So let's just Somebody do the six game six game run would take you through Tampa before you have to go to Baltimore. I think you got to be minimum four and two. Yeah, they should beat Tampa. By the way, Tampa will be wearing their creamsicle uniforms for that game. Uh, they just brought them back. They they showed them off yesterday. What are the Lions doing for their old school? You, have you seen the new helmets? The I, ha- the, I, I like the, the new Mustang helmets. Blue, whatever they call it. I, I kind of right? like it. I I wanted a little. I honestly like the white base, and I wish they would wear them with the white uniforms. Uh, they're wearing them with the the pajama grays that I just. What? I don't get the blue with the gray. I, I, I don't like. But that what's either. the tease at the Lions Facebook and Twitter so, pages? That is it a black uni? That's the rumor. We have not heard anything about. You it. You think I, they've changed off the gray and maybe going to black? They can't this year. Is the thing they can't? They, they can't um, because it would have had to have been approved by December, and we would have heard about it. I think um, the whole league has to go back to the old. Earl Campbell shoulder pads that they used to have. Flapping. Remember those big giant shoulder and pads that used to wear? Rolls on oh, it. Like, remember, yeah. They were flapping. The, the shoulder pads were flapping when you were yeah. Oh, we yeah. Have like not only a throwback jersey, but old school equipment. So it's, you know. Uh, the single bar helmet. Yes, the Joe Theismann helmet. Uh, or, or leather helmet. No face masks. Why not? Mm. <laughs> By the way, I was watching rugby. The other day, oh. and I'm like that sport at the professional level. You, you, anyone who wants to complain about NFL, I get the equipment, but these guys are just 
knocking the snot out of each other. And they don't use their head. They they do clean tackling. They do they do exactly. the shoulders, a lot of yeah. pushing and everything. That's, right. that, you know, that's one thing that is developing in the NFL. Pete Carroll, the coach of the Seahawks, brought rugby players in to teach his guys how to tackle. Did he really? Wow. Yeah, he did. I didn't know that. That's why we bring Risden in. I didn't know that. You knew it. Yeah, I didn't know it. You no. knew what you were doing. You I'll set him up. <laughs> you set him up. So Kansas City, Seattle, Atlanta, Green Bay, Carolina, at Tampa, at Baltimore, Vegas at home before the bye. That's your first eight. Yeah, that's five and four, six and three for me. I'm, it, I'm good. Did I, I say nine? Or I, a first eight? First eight. I'd go I'd go probably five and three out of that. Like has to be a five and three. Uh, yeah. Minimum. That's I would say that can very well be seven and one. It could be. I think they're going to lose a KC, and then they'll rattle off a number of wins. Yeah, Baltimore is always squirrely, and you got you know Lamar there, and he's got receivers. Baltimore's such a weird team because on paper they don't look that good, but then they get out on the field and they got receivers now. Though Lions never forget that kicker. Just, just you know what? At the end of the day, we don't even care if we lose that game as long as we injure the kicker. I remember (laughs) the Monday Night Football game where he beat us. Uh, several years ago. This is going back to 20, 20 How many times 13, has Tucker beat us? Um, every time he's played us <laughs> is the short answer. The Lions have never beaten the Ravens. Ugh. So that that's something that never. they can knock off this year. Yeah, that would be great. And then so the second half of the schedule, then the nine remaining games at the Chargers, Bears at home, Packers at home, at New Orleans. That's going to be interesting. What car means to yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans is a big wild card this year. Yeah. Nobody knows what's up with Yeah, that. at Chicago, Denver at home, at Minnesota, at Dallas, Minnesota at home to wrap up the regular season. Man, I that's it, a, that's a seven and two run, is that? And with that, losses, could, that could very well be eight. At the and Chargers, one. maybe, and at Dallas. Dallas will be a very difficult game. New Orleans game. will be one of those uh, difficult road games. Yeah. Right? Minnesota isn't gonna just roll over and they have die. no defense though. Right, yeah, they, they lost a lot this year. As one of my colleagues on on the Wire Network opined, they lost seven starters, and none of the guys that they're replacing them with are as good as the guys that left. And that's like their their core team isn't bad, but they just they can't afford that level of attrition. Well, Lions were five and one against the division last year, and now they uh, with. Aaron Rodgers not being there, it stands to reason they could very easely make that six and zero. See, it's be fourteen and three. I have them you have not to. losing. You have a, to win them. Yeah, uh, not losing. And I'm not buying Justin Fields. I, I I follow the Bears online, and they're like, oh, this no, is I, it. For, for my I, number, I, I, I'm not buying that. Well, my number is you get they get eight home and nine away this year in the flip, right? Right. So seven and one at home, you win your three divisional road games. That's that's, ten that takes you to ten, right? And then and now you have to go win at Tampa, right? You have to you have to win at Tampa would be you can beat Tampa game. this year. Win you at can. you know we already have at Minnesota, right? That'll be tough. Uh, and I, I'm City. banking on Kansas City. That's one of them that I have that a lot of people don't. They'll win that. I think we, my losses were at the Chargers, at the Cowboys, and then my third loss was I think I had at Baltimore. Well, you know, if they can, then they can go undefeated because if you have them winning at Kansas City, there's no reason why they can't beat those other three teams too, Bill. Yeah, I know, but that's where the, <laughs> the bandwagon's going to load up if they beat the Chiefs. There's always those weird games, though. It happens every year. And, and, it happens and New Orleans more. pulses at me like yeah. at New Orleans. They're a weird team this year. I don't know what – I have no clue what to make of them. Honestly, I don't know what to make of the Chargers either. I think they could be very, very good. 
But I also watched them blow a 27 to nothing lead over the Jaguars in the playoffs. The same Jaguars team that the Lions absolutely demolished. Yeah. I smell a Bill Simonson win amendment coming, and it's going to move now from 14 and 3 to then 15 and 2 and then 17 and 0. Now we'll go 17. Come on, Bill, do it. You know, the one thing about the Chargers and watching Jacksonville and thinking what Detroit did. And when I was together for my buddy Mark Rasmussen's uh, birthday, everyone started talking about what if the Lions would have gotten to the playoffs? Go go back and take and say if the Lions would have yeah. gotten to the playoffs, yeah, after beating Green Bay, like that game would have put them in. right. Everybody How dangerous would've... would they have been in last year's NFL postseason? They, they were, because they were hot and they were right. they were relatively healthy at the end of the season too. They could they. I'm not going to say they would have won multiple games, but they certainly could have won one, and they would have been right. They were right there with anybody in the NFC. Yeah. They they could have played with anybody. I agree with that. They were hot, and they had they would have had the mentality like, we got nothing to lose. You're not. We're not even supposed to be here. They would have had that attitude, and they you would have crushed. That. You saw when Seattle went in with a losing record, they went in and they they smoked somebody in the playoffs. Yeah. The Bengals when they got in as the last seed, and they wound up going to the Super Bowl. Oh, it's the Bengals. Come on, they're not going to. Oh, oh. Oh, they keep winning. That's so who are, who are in order? Uh, tell me if you agree or disagree in the NFC. I'm not, AFC's yeah. loaded. Yes, uh, NFC, Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Lions. Am I crazy to put them at four? I don't think so. Mm. I, th- I think if you, if. I know we said top five earlier, but. If the Lions weren't. Who's better Lions? than the Lions right now in the NFC on paper? In, I say Philly, Dallas, and, ma- and maybe San Francisco. Right, that's why I got them at four. Yeah. Now, overall in the NFL, I've seen them as high as like 12, 14 in some of these NFL early yeah, the, uh, preseason the AFC's, power rankings. Like, especially the AFC North. Like Pittsburgh's probably the last place team in that division. They're really, really good. So there, there's a lot. AFC's going to be – I'm glad we're not in the AFC this year because that's a that's, that's, that's going to be a tough one. Um, fortunately, we do get Denver, which I don't think is going to be very good. That's that's going to be a, a nice little draw. And Baltimore, again, Baltimore, you never count that as a win, but the Lions are a better team on paper than them. And I think if this Lions team didn't have the negative history that comes along with the Detroit Lions, I do think that the people would consider them the second or third best team in the, in the NFC. But, oh, it's Detroit. They've never done it before. Therefore, we got to dock them and – I get that it's 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 fair. I put it in air quotes for the people watching on on closed circuit TV, but it's I I they're they're good man. If they win the first two, they'll be top five in all those NFL polls. Oh, absolutely! If they beat the Chiefs and the Seahawks to start the season, they they'll be threatening to be number one in some of those power polls. And I, I believe a lot of Lions fans, and it's not Honolulu Blue Kool Aid as we talked about last hour. Will believe this team can win the Super Bowl if they win. Uh, in Kansas City, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, Facebook, Twitter, at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N. If you have any Lions, NFL questions, you can join us at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the Huge Text Chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Speaking of text, if you're 21 and up, text GOLF, G-O-L-F, to 21000. And you'll be in the final two drawings for a Labatt Blue Golf Getaway. Uh, we're giving away two nights and 36 holes of golf for four 
to Dumaglass, which is between Boyne City and Charlevoix, and also Agaming between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix. Just text GOLF to 21000 if you're 21 and up and you'll be in the final two drawings for a Labatt Blue Golf Getaway. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Make it a million-dollar summer with over a million in premium play. Every Saturday now through September, six lucky players win $500 premium play every half hour from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Don't miss the excitement of million-dollar summer. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Find savings for all subjects when you shop back to school at Meyer. Start shopping early and find deals like 20% off select name brand and fashion backpacks. Meyer brand two pocket paper folders for just 15 cents. And Crayola crayons or Elmer's glue for just 50 cents. Plus, get Meyer 70 sheet notebooks for just 35 cents. Find it all in one place and for the right price at Meyer, where you pay the same low Meyer price no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here with a reminder that on Thursday, July 20th, 3 until 6 p.m., I'll be broadcasting live on the patio at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. And on that Thursday, July 20th, all day long, you can stop out and buy five golf swings for five bucks with all the money going to the Folds of Honor mission. And if you beat my long drive, I could golf with you at North Kent and also pick up the tab for lunch. That's Thursday, July 20th at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of our Lions insiders. 
in studio talking training camp. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast, which according to the Eric Zane Foundation, America's most listened to podcast. Oh, come on now. It's a good one. It's horrible. <laughs> okay. Total transparency. No, it's, it's awful. You need to do like an ad for your podcast network where you're listening to the worst podcast in America. I do that. Are I you do really? You know, I'm lucky enough to be able to be on the oldie station in iHeart Grand Rapids. And uh, big I'm big 101.3. And when I'm on and it. Dave Taft, who heads up our flagship station, 96 won the game, when right. Tim Fagan said, you're big on big 101.3. Exactly. So then I, when I'm on there, well, I I've say, heard you a couple times. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm not really going to talk about what I've heard. That's okay. I know what you it's know. it's about me. It is about you. And I, I, I do say people listen because I get other people tell me. Yes. What Zane's saying about you. You're, yes. I, I, you're a DJ. Yeah. No, you are a DJ. But I announce on there that if you want to hear America's worst podcast, listen to mine. Okay. Well, that, that's a great. That's it. It's point. terrible. It's 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 awful. And then you roll into some Grand Funk Railroad. And the oh, voice I love you know the that. music on that radio station. That's my wife's favorite incredible. station. She listens to that very religiously. She oh, loves it. Yeah, it's good stuff. I love it. Yeah. I listen to good it. Job. And when I'm not listening to Bill, he he has. I will say this uh, about Zane Risden that in the since I started working with him across the street back in the day with the huge network over there, he has become a really knowledgeable sports fan and he's put a lot of time and effort into thank it. you bill i, appreciate I would that. agree i i know i see and we're, we're not together very often i see your comfort breadth of knowledge growing oh, you guys we got to be sponges and i'm a sponge yeah. bill are you a sponge i've been a sponge all my life you you look spongy <laughs> you look very spongy oh thanks a lot <laughs> oh my god How's your? I hope your knee's gonna get better because you're starting to. You look. You look semi-pregnant. I'm over so there, like old. Three months pregnant. I'm so old. I'm just terrible. What? What? Uh, quickly before we get back to lines, you. I, I'll. We'll talk about this quickly on air. So Zane, uh, earlier on Monday this week, uh, we're in studio. Jeff, he said he he found something that you can when your knee. Well, explain okay. it. Right. So I've, I had a ter- I had terrible right. knee pain. I went to my doctor. He goes, Eric, you have osteoarthritis. Okay. I can yeah. see it. Okay. And then uh, I go, oh boy, I, d- I don't know what to do. And then so he goes, well, you're done running. And you're just, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's it. Then a friend of mine said, I've had the same issue. And then this technique of uh, exercise called knees over toes. Have you heard about knees over I toes? Guy? Wait till you hear this. It's amazing. It is um, the basis for this, avoiding the minutia. If you were to look up knees over toes guy, he's all over social media. And he's a former guy. He played college football. His name was Ben Patrick. He went nowhere. But he said that one of the reasons why is because his knees were so bad. He figured out that if you do strength training with your knees tracking over your toes, which is counterintuitive most of the time, they say your your knees should be over your ankles because you don't want to stress your knee. Right. Uh-uh. So I did two or three exercises, which consisted of me walking backwards up the steps. Oh, dear God, I'd die. I was hanging out of the handrail. Wait to hear the second I, one. I did it two or three times, uh-huh. and then I spent the rest of the day, and I didn't have the pain that I had. I what about like, walking backward on then, the treadmill? And then the other side is uh, get on a treadmill, don't turn it on, and you make the belt move while you're uh, I saw a guy doing that at the gym the other day. He's doing knees over he toes. Doing. He's doing okay. knees over toes. And then um, that's hard to turn a belt 
when yeah, it's not you, on. You, you got to have some force to that. So what you're doing is you're strengthening the knee with this movement, and then that's it. That's it. There's other things you can do. And it's like, worked, though. And it's helping but, you. Oh, big time. My goal was just to spend days not in pain, and I haven't. I've been in a better mood. I feel, I, I, you know, I'm much more okay, handsome. Well, 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 what's a worse mood? Can I get can I, <laughs> for you, Eric? I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, so. That's, that's, that's now, interesting. There, there are people who, like, ah, it does the Until fad. he it tells me, work. though, that you don't turn on the treadmill, I'm like, how in the heck do you do it right. backwards? Yes. With so, the treadmill on. The, uh, there are a lot of detractors, but all I know is since Monday, it's I haven't, I haven't been right. in pain. All right, so speaking of strength, uh, who's the strongest lion on the roster right now? So pound for pound, I would say it's Kayleigh Raymond, the wide receiver who goes a really? buck, buck 85. He is a powerhouse. So last year during Hard Knocks, if you remember, they flashed on the screen that they – it was only on there for a couple seconds, but savvy people screen capture these things and send them to me, and I appreciate that. But they had the weight room winners, and it's based on your body mass, how much you lift and how much you do, and he was number one on the list. He, and it, we've seen him without his shirt on. He is So they take it what your shredded. body fat is versus your weight versus right. the strength, what you yeah. bench, what you squat, all exactly. that, right? Yeah, and he, okay. he won that. I'm going to say Broderick Martin is going to be way up there this year. I mean, he's a, he's a big dude. He's 320, 337 pounds. I think he played it at Western Kentucky. He can he can move some serious uh, tire flip, no problem. Like I got that. <laughs> give me something harder. Give me give me one for each hand. Wow. Yeah. Powerful people. Athletes again. Yeah. We we Gibbs, Jamo. Yeah. Panay Sewell's going to have something to say about that too. He's he's pretty ridiculous. Look at look what we're talking though. We're talking speed, athletes, things we have never seen in large numbers on any Lions roster. Really going back to the days of Herman Barry, right? Yeah, you know, I remember that was a fantastic lineup with Herman Moore. Brett they had horrible coaching in the front office this week. Johnny Morton. Yeah, they, they had and Wayne Fonts. Yep. Yeah. Oh, all-time winners had, coach. You know what Herman Moore told me? He said, "If we would would have what Jared Goff was to the Lions last year, we would have won multiple Super Bowls. Just just what Goff was last year to the Lions. I I 100 agree with that because they never had a quarterback. Yeah, Kramer would get hurt. They had the line with Lomas and with Glover, Scott Mitchell, with, right? Yeah, Scott Mitchell couldn't get that. Eric Kramer they had got it done on once. Defense, Benny Blades, right? Oh yeah, I remember that. Wow." They had uh, Brett Perryman. Was he the other receiver, too? He was Herman? there for a bit. Johnny Morton. Yeah. Johnny Morton was there. Yeah, Herman told me, uh, I think it was up at Soren Eagle during uh, the NFL draft watch party back in uh, April, yeah. and he said, if we would have had golf, I-, I might have two rings. Wow. Mm. Yeah. It's not Scott Mitchell. Of. Who else was there? Rodney Pete was there for a while. Right. Had Eric Kramer for a bit. They had uh, yeah, but those guys were driving everybody nuts. Yeah, they and were. And Wayne Fonts was. We all screamed at the TV. If you're my age, that Fonts was underachieving, that he couldn't coach his team. He didn't really go after the Ford family a lot because you had a, a lot of superstars on that team, right, Rizzy? They were they were paying who they needed to pay. I think in retrospect, now we look back and like, why did we get rid of Wayne Fonts when brought? Bobby Ross. Yeah. Well, remember, and then why did we get rid of Caldwell and yeah. you bring in Matt Patricia? Oh. You know, what's right? interesting is uh, I've been following them since, uh, God rest his soul, Monty Clark was the coach. And, he was a pretty good coach. And not one, from Monty Clark to now, not one person who's coached the Lions ever coached again as a head coach. 
Not one. How that's, many former Lions correct. players ended up uh, outside of being traded? How many Lions players were turned out to be superstars after leaving the Lions? Sue had a, a decent career, right? Still going, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> not well, a is lot. He with, who's, is he with Philly? He's now? not He's with anybody agent. right He's now. He's a free agent. He might be with the Lions at some point. He is. Six games left. You bring in, we'll you bring in the last and Sue. We talked about it in the last segment. Ring whores. And that's the guy. Sue. Yeah, that's your guy. He is. Game. I don't. I wouldn't use that foul language on the radio, but no, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's about rings. That's it's a horrible word. Oh, I mean, yeah, you guys, sure. are, okay, uh, you got you loose cannons are throwing with around Eric, obscenities. Okay, with Eric Zane is the uh, radio. I'm the voice of reason on this mess. vocabulary police. You know the world's close to ending. <laughs> All right, fellas, stick around. We got to get to yeah. another segment. We're gonna lions lines backers or linebackers and secondary. I want to get to special teams. Coming up, we're talking Lions, spring training, uh, summer training, fall training, uh, training. Training pants. Training, walking backwards. Training, training wheels. Training. Tra- walking backwards on training trundles. bra. Training we're, we're, bra. I'm going to be wearing a training bra. <laughs> Again, it's 2023. Where Do what you want to. Eric Zane, <laughs> let me get to a break here while we still have a show. Uh, Jeff Risner from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire in studio. Eric Zane. Joining us, if you have a Lions or NFL question, uh, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network, and it is time to step into a world of nonstop action with DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots, plus enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers who deposit at least $5 can get a match on their first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. All you have to do is sign up with the promo code HUGE, and you can start playing from a full suite of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. You can play online, on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE, and you'll get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more, up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only at DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at one 800 Two seven zero seven one one seven. Twenty one and up, Michigan only, one per opted in customer. Minimum five dollar deposit, max match two thousand dollars. Deposit and bonus amount require fifteen times playthrough within thirty days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 
TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerckBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at miniontheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's miniontheMac.com. Register today. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. The only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Jeff Risden, one of our Lions NFL insiders in studio. You can follow Jeff at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. Look for Lions Wire, Draft Wire on Twitter and Facebook. Draft Wire, you can follow the draft uh, year-round. It's going well there uh, with Draft Wire and Lions Wire. Uh, we're going to get into the Lions Back seven on defense. Talk about Lions special teams. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Uh, at HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also a reminder, on Sunday, Rock the Block will kick off Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational LPGA two-person team event week in downtown Midland, 5 p.m. until 8 p.m. I will be the host on Sunday. For those of you listening on our affiliate 100.9 FM and then tournament week at the Midland Country Club, one of the great sporting events in the state, Jim Federling, Dow CEO, will join me Monday at 4.05. But join me in downtown Midland Sunday at 5. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. 
What's up, Michigan? It is time for another hour on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests, 19 stations strong across the state. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire that you can follow on Facebook and Twitter and online. Also follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N. West Michigan resident has a stud son, Zane Lane. Lane, uh, hey man, I'll tell you what, Lane six Risden. 6'9", about 200. He's uh, D1 prospect now, worked hard the last year. Zeeland East High School. So those of you listening on WHTC or anywhere along the lakeshore, check him out uh, for his senior year coming up. He'll be 18, what, next week? Turns 18 next week. Wow. How far did his team go in the postseason last year? We did not have a good year last year. Well, did I not go to the postseason. We, we Everybody lo- goes to postseason. We, is that right? We, every we, high school team We goes. lost our first playoff game. Oh, okay. Uh, Jenison beat us. You were on a roll on we're, sports. We're going to get them back. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hey, hold on. Let's back up here. So every team in, makes a playoff? Yes. In basketball. Ba- in basketball, really? every team goes into your district. Actually, in every other sport, Do they it? make the playoffs. Football is the Football. only... Yeah, that's right. Wait, is ball- this like everybody gets a trophy here? Is that what's going on? There was a team, um, I won't say who they are, but there was a team last year, a volleyball team, that w- did not win a single game and made the postseason. Oh, that's um, a horrible were- idea. Yeah. No, they do that. In fo- I know it. I know they, they do they, it. I don't like football, it. Football, they did everybody in during the COVID year. you got to punish them for being awful. That's why you get to play. Uh, by the way, don't forget MHSA Wednesdays. Uh, you're on a huge now. show. Today's Thursday. You're wearing the MHSA shirt today. Yeah, it's nice. Good. Good. Uh, that's it. It's <laughs> a nice looking shirt. Uh, it's, isn't it? Mark Yule gave this to me, executive director. It is nice. Yeah, so everybody, Eric, gets in for baseball, softball, yeah. track and field. You can try and qualify. Not hockey. They do hockey. Hockey. Everyone gets in in hockey. There aren't that many hockey teams, yeah, right? Well, yeah. If I become the governor of Michigan, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say, uh, no more. No more of this. Executive order. Uh, mm. We're going to have a normal playoffs. Not this everybody gets a chance nonsense. So I will tell you, I don't know if it's still true, but when I, w- I went to high school in Ohio, every team that had a winning record in the regular season in every sport got to be in the postseason. Well, that's a little better. Yeah. You know. Yeah, here it's everybody. But, I don't think anybody's left out. I don't, you know, I don't recall you Michigan know, residents being soft, but now I'm wondering. You know, here, here's here's my mistake, Jeff. About four minutes ago, he said, "Do do you need me in studio this hour?" <laughs> and I, I had I had the door completely open to say, "We're good." Yes. And now look at and you. you told it, and instead you. Oh, no. you things. But let me explain why they don't do everybody in on a regular basis for high school football because of the you get an 0 and 9 team right nine regular season games yeah. playing a powerhouse team right yeah and they don't want that yeah, those that, kids at no the end of the year that. that doesn't happen in the other sports? and and district basketball they have seeded now which means the good teams right correct jeff yeah. uh, yes, uh, they, they separate so, but you you get rewarded. Yeah. Okay, for, they, right. they just for, redid all the districts uh, in Michigan too. So things have changed. So. Yeah, the conferences change uh, coming up after this year. We're gonna have to talk about that at some point. You see all the uh, so my kids' school, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, will be with Holland Christian Unity Hudsonville Unity Christian Holland 
Hamilton, oh, Wayland, Driving, Middleville, yeah. oh, it's like, and South Christian, the NFC and North. Ada, Ada Forest Hills Eastern. Yeah, so oh my God. We, we are, we're, uh, yeah, my, good luck for the old golf trip out to well, Hamilton. Yeah, that, to Mike, Mike is good as Zealand East. We are with Forest Hills Northern, Forest Hills Central, East Grand Rapids, Byron Center. You're getting that on the, the other thing. side. Well, yeah. you got a class war, too, going on. Forest Hills Northern taking on Hamilton. I mean, are you kidding me? No, he's at Zealand East. Are you Zealand East has a ton of money? You ever see Jen? No, I mean, like, like if you get some of the local yokels from Hamilton traveling to local Ada, locals, Hamilton. I mean, they're not either. Gonna... Diamond Springs. There's like Bentleys parked out there. Yeah. All right, maybe I'm messing this up. Ham- you, Hamilton's oh girls, girls sports is are your, monstrous. I, I think Zane's goal just pivoted after two solid hours. Who can I really bother uh, for the? Final 40 ah, minutes. All right. There's no guarantee you're coming back no. for the next segment. There is no guarantee. There's no guarantee. Yeah, we, we, are, we are, I will say, as Zealanders, both East and West, we're happy to not be in the same conference as Muskegon anymore because they just – Muskegon and Mona Shores have dominated everything So in Zealand football. East is joining what conference? We're, Forest Hills we're gonna Northern. Be in, we're going to be Forest Hills Northern, Forest Hills Central, East Grand Rapids, Byron Center, oh my God. Zealand West, and there's somebody else in that that I can't think of. And, they, yeah. and they change it up every few they years. Change it right? every four years. Four years, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, we, we lose having to play Grand Rapids Catholic Central and Cedar Springs in football. This yeah. will be the final year. We'll play them, yeah. and they're you know two powerhouse. In my neck of the woods, Jenison. The only thing they've excelled at is band. They build an indoor. Yes, get this. I heard this about Jenison High School. They build an indoor football and band training right. facility. Yeah. It's right. beautiful. It is. And it the is band and the band gets first <laughs> right. dibs on any time. You know, in Jenison, where my kids went, it's band first, sports second. Yeah. You have, a, you have a very good volleyball program. Oh, is that right? They do. Okay. Yeah. Girls volleyball. Band Boy, first. Bo- I think volleyball that's league. in their ads they run. Yeah, they say we the band gets first dibs. In fact, for the football games, the band just plays, and then at halftime, the football team comes out. That's how Ohio U was when I went there. Yeah. Like, we, we didn't go for the football. First we half were, band. We had the longest losing streak in the nation twice when right. I was there. Our band. Everybody came for the band, the Marching 110. That's what everybody wants to see. Our band is so good, they could beat the football team in football. <laughs> that really is. It's an amazing facility. I've been there. Yes. Well, it's an amazing has unbelievable. They should be better in sports, but they focus that, on band. Well, yeah. I mean, in fact, what they do is, uh, you know, the, the football team plays, and then they, they actually participate in band in their pads. They're just... Their, their band is so tough, they practice in helmets. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. Our band would be undefeated in all these divisions. But if they I will say, them. in this era of DJs at stadiums and stuff, a good marching band at a high school or college yeah. game still gets me fired up more oh, than yeah. a DJ. And it stands out. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a big band, just all in unison, is still yeah. really good. That's They're going to be in the Macy's Parade this next year. That's the awesome. Jenison band. That, that's a fantastic I'm not even thing. kidding. Is the Jenison football team? No, no, no one even goes to the football games. They just go to see the band. So the band plays before the football game and yeah. then everybody leaves? Well, there was a new, uh, there was a petition, an election that they, at the, the latest voting, they said, we actually don't want the football team to play anymore. We just want band. Uh, by the way, Eric Zane Show podcast for anybody in the Jenison Public Schools area here on the west side of the state. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, he sent his kids there. Just contact him <laughs> at Eric Zane Show. Yeah, come on, on I kid, I kid. They're all just jokes. Come but on. But they do have a great band. They're fantastic. They do. They do. One fantastic. of the great bands in America. Absolutely. They are actually ranked 
in like the because I guess they do have some type of okay, ranking. Speaking of bands, the Lions two things that need to end: the Lions drum corps and forward down the field. Disagree. I like forward disagree. down the field. I do too. I could have said anything and you would have disagreed. <laughs> the guy with me. who sings the 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 he, dude. I think he's lip syncing. Well, he looks like he's really fun. I like he's that lip syncing it. Oh, we're down he's the lip, when they do the cares? up. He's lip syncing. I don't care. Yeah. I love that forward and down that the field. I, I enjoy that. You don't like the drum core, really? What's wrong with the drum core? Because they they come out like at weird times. Well, like during the gameplay, like a kick return, you see a guy with a drum. What are you talking about? Weird times. First and ten, golf back to pass. There's <laughs> a guy with a big bass drum. Starts <laughs> playing Reverie. What, how, how'd that come about? Those guys Are those guys homeless? <laughs> I don't know how to answer. The homeless drum corps? Is that what you... Ladies like and gentlemen. boys down in Chicago yeah. that used to have I don't know what, I just, I don't, I, Every time I go there, I get up and leave. I, From, you, I go to, I go know, to a concession not stand. Not a fan. Not a fan. I'm not a fan of the drum okay. corps. You know what? That's okay. I, I like and forward down the field, especially when they were scoring like crazy in the Jacksonville game. I stood up and said, "Stop it!" Oh man, well you see, not scoring. I, I sing. I just sing forward it. down the field. Yeah, when I, I'm I'm into. I've only been to one game there. It was that and the people are starting to sing the song. I know it. They're, they're getting into it. I know, getting into it. Yeah, yeah. Anything else about the Lions game day experience that you don't like or that you really like that they do differently? Than other teams, and Jeff, you've been to a lot. I of will NFL say, buildings. I think their ability to get people out of the stadium after a game is very good. Yes, quickly. They, it, and and some of that is the fact that it's geographically located where the parking has very easy access to get on the freeways, which is great. Um, if you ever go to a game in Cleveland, you're going to be there a while after the game. Do they have their? Do they have a dedicated structure? For the arena there, because Detroit Ford Field is a lot of surface lots that are around yeah. the area. Right? Well, they do have the one lot that's on the other side the of the Tiger Lot, isn't it? Uh, no, oh, no, no, on the other side of the stadium. East side, yeah, 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 yeah. right. Boy, um, talk about gouging though. If you north side, those surface lots, you you know, you're paying they're, sixty, eighty. They're bucks. tough. Um, I will yeah. say, uh, back, and this is going back. I, I saw a hundred on one of the lots. Oh yeah, I have paid that, uh, right across the street from Ford Field. The, the last time I went to a Houston Texans game in Houston, which would have been uh, 2012, uh, we paid $100 for parking and had to walk a good ways, probably a, a, a good mile. I think the Lions concessions good. still are pretty fair. They are, and they've held they've held very firm on right. that. Um, you, you did an article about the rankings on at Lions Wire about yeah. rank, and they were in the lower. They do third. they do pretty well with that. Um, Atlanta is the the benchmark for that. Atlanta, you would not know that you're in a stadium when you're ordering food. Their their prices are not inflated. That's that's very I rare. What is the worst? Probably LA. Oh, New York, New York or so LA. Are we talking twenty five dollars a beer? Yankee Stadium was rough. I I went there in two thousand five. I want to say yeah. yeah. My son my son had just been born, uh, and that was uh, that was that was rough. That was. I went with my uncle, and we sat nosebleeds, and between the train ride in, uh, beers, hot dogs, we probably spent 600 bucks. Oh, my god! Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup over at Whistling Straits, uh, the last Ryder Cup uh, in Kohler, Wisconsin, $23 for a 16-ounce McUltra. Wow. Now, I was talking with Brett about this. The huge beer at the local ballpark, 
you can get it's like sixteen bucks if you get a uh, like a, like a craft beer, like a fancy beer. And what is that? How many ounces is the huge beer? Like twenty four ounces. I think it's twenty. 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 You know they're gonna get you. Right. Where the other cup was like eighteen dollars a burger. Oh. You know, fifteen dollars a hot dog. Yeah. Last concert I went to, I paid uh, I paid twenty two dollars for a beer. Was it that, a, was that one of your metal concerts? It was, right. it, it was a 24 ouncer, yes. It, it, was, it was a fun metal. All right. Uh, let's uh, get to the Lions secondary and linebackers. Uh, we're looking ahead to training camp. Jeff Risden, Eric Zane in studio here on the Heald Show. Uh, again, athleticism, athletes slash speed. Yeah. Uh, you see it at, you know, linebacker going in to this offseason, if you go back to the win at Green Bay, they need to upgrade at linebacker. You know, we heard the defensive line, I think, with the re-signings, guys like Kaminsky. I like what they've done. Uh, how do you feel about the Lions linebacker core right now? I I feel very good about it, and I say that, and if, if you've ever listened to the Detroit Lions podcast where I'm on or you read Lions, you know that I'm not a huge fan of the, the off-ball linebackers in general. But I think Alex Anzalone turned down more money elsewhere to come back here, and I think that says a lot about how the Lions value him and – also, the the general state of the, Jack Campbell is going to be something else. He, the rookie out of Iowa. He he's he is a first round pick, and it's easy to see why. But I say, uh, Derek Barnes has got to watch this year. He is currently on the first team ahead of Campbell, and he's not there because he's a veteran. He's there because he's he has really rededicated himself. This is a guy. Remember, if remember when he played at Purdue, he was a outside stand up pass rusher. And the Lions have tried to make him be an off-ball, between-the-tackle sort of linebacker. And it's finally starting to click for him. And th- there was a play in uh, in in training camp, or I'm sorry, in minicamp, where he did not get fooled by some motion that's designed to specifically pick on his very position. And he handled it very well. And he, the coaches, Kelvin Shepard, the linebacker's coach, has raved about how good Derek Barnes has developed this offseason. There might actually be some fun competition for roles. And we're not even talking about Malcolm Rodriguez, who started most of last year. He's clearly the, the number four linebacker in a, a defense that only plays two. They've gotten a lot better at that spot. And that's it's a spot that, I, look, I, as somebody who, who has a Chris Spielman jersey, who grew up in Northeast Ohio worshiping Chris Spielman, they haven't had a group that's this strong overall probably since the end of his time. Uh, back when when Stephen Boyd was also there, you, you go back to like Stephen Tullock, DeAndre Levy, that era, um, with Ashley Palmer with them. Like this this group can be better than that. And I'd, so, who do you think are the starters? Would it be Anzalone, Barnes, An- Anzalone, and Barnes to start? But Campbell's going to play. Um, he's, it depends on where they want to see him play. Is he going to take over for Anzalone on rundowns? Is he going to take over for Barnes on pass downs? That type of thing. So you said two linebackers. So the scheme is a it's a four two five. Okay. Now, they did tease some 5-2 looks in minicamp, and I'm just curious as to how much – where they've got three guys that you consider linemen, whether it's Kaminsky and, and McNeil and Bugs or Covington or somebody like that. And then they'll have Hutchinson standing up on one side, and in, in minicamp it was primarily Charles Harris, who's the, the other starter. Uh, but Josh Paschal also does it. And they'll have the five big guys up front and then the two linebackers behind them, and then – uh, they, they they were doing that a lot when the Lions' offense went to like two tight ends, or they put a fullback in. 
And that's an interesting wrinkle that I would like to see more of because I think they struggled big time last year when teams went heavy against them. Um, James Houston, not a linebacker. Not exactly. Right. Yeah, he's but, he's tough to pigeonhole. So he started out when he finally did get a chance to play. He was he had like one or two great games, and then I think it was one game he jumped off sides, and I don't think I remember seeing him play anymore. He 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 was electrifying as a pass rusher, and the, the problem for Houston last year was that's all that he could do. And he has worked very hard this offseason in trying to become a more well-rounded player. Like, we need you to drop in coverage this time. Like, there's a tight end out here that's flexed out. Go stand over him instead of standing over the outside of the, of the, the formation. That's the type of thing that he's got to get better at. Jeff Risdom for the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of our Lions NFL insiders in Studio Talk and Lions training camp upcoming season. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. I was Superfly Hayes here on the huge show across Michigan. All right, secondary. Again, at full health, uh, Mosley, Sutton, Joseph, and Branch maybe right now, or Walker, that's pretty darn good. And, and Gardner-Johnson? Right. Well, and then C.J. Gardner-Johnson, when I start talking depth and the ability for nickelbacks and you got Jacobs in there, yeah. I, I haven't seen depth. This goes back to what we talked about a lot today, Jeff and Eric, that I haven't seen depth like this with the Lions for a long time. And that's, that's what's going to stand out is that C.J. Gardner-Johnson can – he was ranked the number eight safety in the league uh, in polling, and, uh, and he certainly earned that. This guy picked off six passes last year, playing a position he'd never played before. He had never been a strong safety before. Played in Philadelphia. They moved him from being the slot guy and or a free safety, which is more of what Kirby Joseph does, to playing the strong safety role, which is not necessarily a role that gets a lot of action in the air. Six, he had six interceptions in, in, in 12 games. He's he's bringing an edge, and I think that's something else that you're going to see. He is he's mouthy. He's going to let you know that he hit you. He's going to let the quarterback know that he picked him off. They haven't had that guy since Darius Slay left, and they've missed that. And he is a guy that is going to bring that. We are not going to be fun to play against. You might get you might you might score on us, but we're not going to make it easy for you. And we're going to let you know when we're rubbing your nose in it. And that's something that I think is going to be very welcome for a lot of fans, too. Brian Branch and Kirby Joseph uh, from some of your uh, training camp, uh, OTA, uh, team minicamp stories. Kirby Joseph has looked great, and Branch is just yeah. an athlete out of Alabama. That Branch, yeah, Branch can do anything. Anything, right. He can play any position in the secondary. He can almost be a stand-up, walk-up linebacker who can get after a quarterback on a blitz. Oh. Uh, your thoughts when you, you look at this entire secondary, what you like about it and what still needs some work? I, I still need to see them cover deep speed, uh, and that's the big thing. Jerry Jerry Jacobs, I love Jerry. He can He's a very fast guy, but he sometimes can get caught turning and flipping his hips. Cam Sutton has the same issue, and Cam isn't quite as big as you'd like him to be to play outside. But uh, they're... They have so much spirit uh, and and camaraderie, and it comes through. All, and it's weird because they're they're bringing all these new guys in, and I, I will tell you, C.J. Gardner Johnson has brought out the dog in Kirby Joseph, and meaning that in a very positive way. You're going to see Kirby talking more. This is the guy who ended ended Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay with an interception. Uh, he's going to he's going to have a big jump. He's he's a guy that if you're looking for a, another player. 
to take a big jump from 2022 to 2023. It's the second year in the league. This is a guy who's going to make it. In all your years of covering football teams. Yep. And you've covered a lot of football teams. I have. <laughs> Houston Texans. Yep. Cleveland Browns. Yep. And the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Have you ever had a, a an offseason feeling this good about the team you're covering than currently? Has Prob- probably not. Uh, the Texans, when they got Deshaun Watson, uh, because that was the team that that defense was was absolutely loaded, and they were a quarterback away. And they got real close. Uh, you might remember they led the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe it was twenty-eight to three. No, that was that was that was Atlanta, and they were winning by three touchdowns at halftime in in Kansas City and lost. Uh, that team was was close to this, but uh, there's you know there's there, there so many guys that are easy to like in this one that I think uh, I think that trumps it. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, joining us in studio. We'll hit the Lions special teams, kicker, punter, uh, returners uh, on the punt side, and also uh, the kickoff team. If you have a Lions question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Now, if you're a golfer, you're going to want to text GOLF to 21000. You could win a two-night stay, 36 holes of golf for you and three guests. We have two Labatt Blue golf getaways uh, that we will give away the rest of this summer. Uh, just one time, text GOLF to 21000. If you're 21 and up, uh, you will be in those two drawings. And again, that would be two-night stay at Agaming between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix in northern Michigan, and a two-night stay at the Dumaglass Golf Resort between Boyne City and Charlevoix. Just text GOLF to 21000, and you could be a winner from Labatt Blue. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Roads across the Great Lakes state can get busy. And in the summer months, those roads can get very busy. With increased traffic comes increased traffic safety concerns. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police would like to remind you that you share the road with other drivers and you share the responsibility with all of them. Wherever you may be going, we want you, all of you, to get there safe and sound. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Hot winds and scorching July nights. We've turned up the heat, and one lucky player every hour has the chance to win up to $5,000 in sizzling premium play. Blaze in to win red-hot prizes every Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. It's scorching July nights, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives. And they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration. That includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at TullymoreGolf.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, also Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Joining us in studio, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire. Facebook, Twitter, online, one of our Lions NFL insiders. So, Jeff, we've touched on most of the Lions roster outside of uh, special teams. So, when you look at uh, Lions kicker, punter, uh, punt return, kick return. Uh, where is that sitting as they head into training camp? I can tell you who the punter is going to be. It's going to be Jack Fox. After that, who knows? They got three kickers. They got two long snappers. And they've got any number of guys that are going to be trying out to be both the punt and kick return guys. And those are all going to be settled later this month and in the, into the preseason in, in August. And they... I couldn't tell you which one of the kickers is ahead right now. Uh, I, I well, I'll, I'll put it this way, I, and I wrote this line where Michael Badgley didn't kick in minicamp, and just the act of him not kicking puts him in front because the, the other two guys, John Parker Romo and Riley Patterson, were awful. So I like Badgley because they call him the money, the badger. money badger. The money That's badger. Right. I like that, and he's he's he's, he's a good kicker. He, everybody in Detroit wants you know. The successor to Eddie Murray and Jason Hansen and Matt, we got spoiled. Badgley's fine. He's, yeah, he's a perfectly good kicker. He's just not an exceptional kicker, and I think that gets held against him because in Detroit we've had exceptional kickers for 
since Eddie Murray joined the team, I think it was 1980. Uh, other than like a then one Hanson and a half after period, Eddie, right? Hanson was Hanson was phenomenal. Prater came in. Prater was was very very good from deep. He actually was one of the worst kickers in the league from inside of of 45 yards. But we ignore that because he can make the 60 yarder. <laughs> So Badge, who you think is the guy? I, th- I think and he's there shouldn't win be it. any concern from any Lions fan listening right now that Badge won't become Mister Shank. I I wouldn't expect that. No. So a solid kicker. He'll he'll be fine. He won't. So he they won't haven't be overlooked. Great. They haven't overlooked this position. There. I mean, they they signed the XFL's best kicker and John Parker Rumo, who came in and and he was fun to watch in minicamp because he could hit from sixty, but from thirty five yards, who knows where that ball's wow. going. And one of the things, you know, you know, when you're a golfer, you guys both golf, when you hit the ball and it comes off your club the same way every time, that's the mark of a good golfer. With Romo, like sometimes he's got the banana, sometimes he's got the slice, sometimes he's got the hook, sometimes he's got the high fade, sometimes he's got just you know, the, the knuckleball. You, it, it, it comes off different all the time, and that's, that to me worries me. So I don't, I don't think he's going to last long in Patterson. I mean, he. So we were talking about the the Chargers Jaguars. That's the guy who made the game winning kick that, that beat the Chargers last year for the Jaguars. But I tell you what, in in train in minicamp, every single kick was within three ball lengths of one upright or the other from whatever distance it was at. It was very uncomfortable to watch him kick. Not too, not too many ball inspiring. lengths. You yeah. need less ball lengths. Yes. Absolutely. All right, so Cleef Raymond, is he the punt and kick return guy? He's He should be a front runner for it. I will tell you that J-Mo will be in consideration for that, uh, If especially when he first comes back and they're trying to get his feet wet and get him some experience. I, he He's, again, he's lightning fast. He's so fast. Is he faster than uh, the running back that they just drafted? Yeah, Gibbs? he is. Gibbs, and Gibbs, Gibbs was clocked at 22.8 miles per hour, and J-Mo can top that. Which Running twenty two point eight miles an hour. What, what was JMO's? JMO was clocked at twenty three six at Alabama. Now, but there's a there's a cornerback. He literally the, runs fast enough he could get a speeding ticket <laughs> in a twenty mile per hour zone. They got a guy, hey man Gibbs, Star, Starling Thomas, an undrafted rookie cornerback out of UAB, was clocked at twenty four point one. Come on! And there was a there was a there was a rep in minicamp where he ran hip to hip with JMO and was right on him. He does have some return experience as well, and that could be his ticket to, to making the team. Like he's he if you just take him as a raw player, he sure looks like he belongs. But he's he's twenty four years old. He's had some serious knee injuries in his past, so you worry about that. But if you're, he's got a shot at making it as a return man, and there, there's a couple other guys that are on the roster that. You might not consider to be like, oh, I'm not sure he's going to make it, but if they can win it as a as a return guy, that 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 opens the door for him. You got Raymond though has a kind of your and Raymond is the sure guy, right? Yeah, and he's so good at what he does. Right, very 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 talented guy. So he, and then there's long snappers. They got two of them. Uh, they brought Scott best, da- best job in football. It really is. They brought Scott Daly back. They brought in Jake McQuaid, who actually has a Pro Bowl berth when he was in Dallas. He's older. He's the oldest guy on the team. That's going to be a battle, and I would love to tell you that I can give you like, oh, you know, Daly does this better. I don't know, man. They're long snappers. Both of their long snappers sound like really good golfers. Right on. Ten percent of the plays, hundred percent of the pay. Scott Daly and yeah, who was the guy with Mulebach was there forever. Mulebach was there for seventeen years. He's still he's still 
is he's the special one of the special teams coaches. So he uh, works with them on he, long. He does. He's uh, he still he still likes to yap at the the media. All right. Now before too. before I let you go, we got a few minutes left. Uh, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire here on the Huge Show. After our conversation about all the different parts of the Lions, which would be quarterback, offensive line, running back, wide receiver, defensive line, uh, linebackers, uh, DBs, uh, special teams. What's their strength and what's their weakness from all those groups? Offensive line is a definite strength. I think the secondary and the the pass rush, and I'll include the the, the defensive line in that, but primarily like the guys like Hutchinson, Houston, that that's the strengths of the team. Uh, I think Jared Goff playing play action with the receiving core and with the running backs that he's got is going to do very well, and they did very well at that last year. That, that, that's that's your focus of the team. That's what they're going to do well. Weakness? Depth on the offensive and defensive line. I'm a little concerned about the wide receivers making plays beyond what's designed for them in a play. You know, is, Josh, is that just until J-Mo comes back? Yeah, but then then there's concerns about him. Like, he caught one bell last year. He, got, he, he was throwing nine passes. He caught one of them. Uh, it's not a given that he's going to work out, and I think that's something that we are – that's a very uncomfortable truth that we have to keep, keep unfortunately, bringing up. Eric Zane, Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you so much, my man. Uh, great job uh, in studio. My pleasure. Thanks for Always having me. Always appreciate you helping out. Uh, Jeff Risden, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N. Follow him on Twitter for the latest on the Lions. Also, Lions Wire, Draft Wire on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. Risden and Zane in studio. One final segment straight ahead. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Westside Beer Distributing. Now, they're proud to support the Folds of Honor Scholarship Program, benefiting the families of fallen and injured soldiers and our first responders. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for education to ensure our heroes' children can attend college. And Westside Beer Distributing has contributed over $100,000 since the program started and will be donating another $15,000 this summer to the Folds of Honor to help a local hero's child. Anheuser-Busch, which is the Folds of Honor's longest-standing partner, has donated over $21 million to the cause. Budweiser and Bud Light will continue to honor Folds of Honor this summer with special edition 16-ounce aluminum bottles. Look for them at a bar, restaurant, or retailer near you and support this great cause. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. 
Bill Simonson here with a message from my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's the new managing shareholder for Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together as one of America's top accounting and business firms. And speaking of business, if you're a business owner, decision maker... Bean Garter has retirement planning services in combination with Dorn Mayhew that can help take a lot of work off of your plate. Third-party administrator for 401k and 403b plans. They plan, document, design, and have maintenance of all plans. They can help you today. Go to BeanGarter.com for more information, annual employer reporting, Form 589-55 preparation and filing, and compliance testing. So let BeanGarter help you with your retirement planning services for your company. Stronger Together now with Dorn Mayhew. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show, helping us out this week. It is time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview. Each and every week we talk to the leaders in Big Rapids, Michigan, who are helping move Ferris forward. And Steve Brocklebank is the Ferris State Athletics Director. He is standing by. Here on the Huge Show across Michigan. How you doing, my friend? Good, Huge. How are you? Hey, uh, I'm, I see the countdown. Was it 48 days until the football season starts for two-time <laughs> yeah, defending right. national champion Ferris State? You bet. It is. Uh, Monday, uh, Thursday, August 31st, Mercyhurst, right here at home. So that's how we'll start the season. And, yeah, 48 days, That's uh, you go, wow, i got a lot of summer left. And then you see that tweet Rob Bentley put out a couple days ago with 50 days left. And I thought, we got to get to work. we got a lot we're close, so but it's awesome. Looking forward to the season, of course. Uh, what has uh, being back-to-back national champions in D2 football done for game days in Big Rapids at Ferris State University, both on the field and off the field? Well, game days are a lot of fun here. Uh, I think there's no question that those national championships bring more attention and more people to the stadium, more excitement, more enthusiasm. We have a fantastic tailgating atmosphere uh, at Ferris, which makes a lot of fun for uh, both students and fans. And, and uh, quite frankly, we don't have enough seats for everybody, so usually there's a lot of a lot of standing room being used up uh, on Saturdays for us. So, which is uh, which is awesome. So, no, it's a, it's a it's a fun place to play. It's uh, tight quarters. You've been there, um, and and we fill the place up. Yeah, just go to Ferris.edu. More information on Ferris athletics and everything. And Big Rapids here on the west side of the state, and also complete football schedule, top tiger field, and more. Uh, Ferris.edu and follow uh, Ferris State football and Ferris Athletics on Twitter and Facebook. Speaking of yeah, Ferris Bill, State, another thing, Bill, real quick, yes, you get your tickets. So if people are interested in tickets, just go to the easiest way is probably to go to our athletic website, FerrisStateBulldogs.com, and you just there's a ticket. You can see the tab right at the top for tickets, and they'll take you to season tickets for football, single game tickets for football, which are all on sale right now. Look at Steve Brocko Bank. I'm telling you right now, Ferris State AD, hit the ticket button, go to Ferris State Bulldogs 
Uh, com. Just hit that ticket button. Uh, yeah, something multiple per- times. Buy multiple tickets. So. <laughs> buy them all. Buy season tickets. That's right. That's right. Be sold out every single game before the year starts. Right, Steve? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> all right. And I mentioned through the athletic department, August 30th is a big night on campus. Uh, your Hall of Fame banquet and that's one of the best uh, former Bulldog classes going in ever. Yeah, it's a fantastic group of uh, former student-athletes, uh, and I, I can run through them real quick for you if we got a couple minutes. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Talk a little bit about them. So the first one I think is a name that everybody, uh, a lot of people will recognize in the state of Michigan, and that's Jeff Blashill. And of course, Jeff was the uh, former coach of the Red Wings and now current uh, assistant coach for Tampa Bay, a Michigan native. I was a goaltender here for us, and so we're bringing him into this class. Excited to have him be a part of it. And then Lucy uh, DeMartin, the now prior, was a women's basketball player here. She's a leading scorer, all-time leading scorer with uh, over 1,700 points. And so she played from 2004. Danny Hayes was a men's basketball player, played from 91 uh, to 95, also one of our leading scorers with over 1,800 points is a part of the class, and Tiana Kirkland, who played women's basketball and track. She was an outstanding basketball player, uh, but also an All-American in indoor and outdoor shot put in discus uh, is getting inducted to class. And she was here at Ferris from 97 to 01. And then Brad Morse was a wrestler for us, and an outstanding wrestler, wrestled in the 167-pound weight class. And, you know, we no longer have wrestling, but we did have wrestling at one point, and Brad was here during those times, and that was from 85 to 89. And then Gideon Smith is a really interesting, uh, one of the first African-American players uh, at Ferris. Um, and, uh, but he, he played from 1910 to 1911, so wow. his grandson will be here uh, to receive the, the award. And he played in a game uh, that was – he played professionally in a game. It was the Canton Bulldogs, and they were led by Jim Thorpe versus mm. Newt Rockney and the Maslin Tigers for the Ohio League Championship. So – Names that maybe uh, football football people will recognize right away when I say those names. And then, of course, uh, Grand Rapids' favorite, Jason Vanderlaan, uh, who will be here. He was a, uh, a two-year, uh, two-time captain for us, a two-time Harlan Hill winner for us at quarterback, and our Harlan Hill is the equivalent uh, to the Heisman in Division Two. And so we're excited to have Jason back, and he, of course, played professionally as well. And then we have a special service award going to Karma Burcham, who worked with our eligibility center for a long time for us at Ferris. So great group of people going in. Excited to have them. And it'll be a great event. That's on August 30th. And tickets have just gone uh, on sale for that particular event. Uh, but that'll be here on the campus of Ferris on August the 30th. And I'm going to throw a Brockle Bank back at you. Go to FerrisStateBulldogs.com to get those tickets for August 30th on campus uh, for the 2023 uh, class, uh, which is very special. Names that uh, just cover decades. Uh, it's fantastic what they do to honor those who have played at Ferris State. Steve Brocklebank is the athletic director doing great things uh, on and off the field, on and off the ice uh, for Bulldogs, both who currently play and have played at Ferris and future Bulldogs. It's going to be a great football season, two-time defending national champion, Tony Anise led. Ferris State football, August 31st, Mercyhurst in Big Rapids, FerrisStateBulldogs.com. Get those tickets uh, for all the games and also the Hall of Fame uh, banquet on campus on August 30th. Steve, thank you so much. Appreciate everything you're doing and moving Ferris forward. 
Yeah, I appreciate you, Joe. It's great to be on with you. Yeah, Thank back you. at you. Yeah, Steve Brocklebank, Athletic Director at Ferris State University. You want to find out more how Ferris is moving uh, their students, faculty, and also moving Michigan forward, just go to ferris.edu. That is ferris.edu. Now, if you missed any of our conversation, uh, any huge opinions at any time, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. 